0: We are marching through the uh, Ten Commandments, uh, Randy, and today we come to number eight, numero ocho, for our new friends down in Miami, <laughs> and uh, we're going to be talking about stealing today. I guess. Yeah.
1: Thou shalt not steal, Mark.
0: Thou shalt not. you still on the King James Version? I'm on
1: the King James Version, just All for right. the traditionalists out there. I just yeah, and there to...
0: are some of those yeah. uh, in our audience, I'm sure. All right, so... Uh, one of the things that I've been uh, meditating about when I think about this commandment is that some of us are kind of literal and black and white thinkers, and uh, when we think about stealing, we think about stealing uh, money, we think about stealing objects, uh, but there's so many other things to steal. and. Uh, we we as always want to make this relevant to our audience, so we'll try to do this uh, toward the end of the show.
1: Well, Debbie was talking the other day just about uh, going back in time, those forty-some years when you stole her heart. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> I, I know. Yeah, I was that was way too corny.
0: That was way too corny, but. Uh, there are, in that sense, maybe positive ways of looking at
1: it. But... <laughs> weren't ready for that. I'm uh, sorry.
0: No, I wasn't. Uh, you, have you been rehearsing that one for a while? Well, it's, you uh... know,
1: I'm, I'm very pleased. We have kind of a big announcement today, and I, I've been excited about this because... Uh, We have turned over the engineering and uh, controls to a very uh, capable young man by the name of Aaron Wellman, and uh, we want to welcome Aaron today, Mm -hmm. and uh, our listeners are going to uh, appreciate and enjoy his work very much.
0: And lots of other things to look forward to with that, which we'll get into as we go along at other times, but... uh Yes, uh, there are no more excuses, Randy, for any kind of lack of quality to our production.
1: Well, that is, that's is—that's what has me so excited, is I'm off the hook.
0: You're off the hook. Well, Aaron comes to us from uh, one of our uh, nation's top uh, Christian uh, radio uh, stations and networks, KTIS, here in uh, the Twin Cities, which I think, if I'm correct, was uh, started by Billy Graham.
1: Well, it's, it's exciting, and, uh, of course, you... Uh, as you noted, KTIS are longtime friends of ours. Uh, people like Neil Stavem and and the the, the whole team over there are just fantastic people. Right. You have been guests on their shows over there. Right. And uh, boy, for us to be able to uh, to get a hold of someone as talented as Aaron has, you and I both very excited.
0: Yeah, that's right. So look forward to some new things uh, coming to our Facebook uh, page, our blogs, Twitters, and and uh, so forth. So. Uh, He's, he's not mic'd up, is he? So he can't even respond to all this adoration. I'm mic'd up, actually. Oh, you oh, are? See? Oh, yeah. yeah. Hopefully we, I took a leap me. of faith
1: in, and <laughs> just in case, you know, uh, we'd actually let Aaron talk on his very first show.
0: Well, I don't know why we wouldn't. I mean, we, we are good at sharing things. So, uh, uh, so, again, welcome, and you can say hi Thank to you. the audience, Aaron. Hello, everybody. Yeah. I'm really glad to be a part of this uh, operation we have going on here, and I love, I love the hearts that Mark and Randy have for for God and for helping people escape from sexual impurity it's a huge deal well, you know uh, one of the things I'm thinking looking at Aaron again today is he is young <laughs> well, so that's uh, but, because. but the reason I think of that is because in terms of our ministry and what we 're about sexual integrity, that uh, you know this is a real battle for. The hearts and souls of uh young people
1: well i am excited about it because i think the addition of aaron and his age and uh training that he has uh accumulated thus far makes it that much more relevant because he does give us a younger perspective let's face it you and i are two guys that are both in our 60s right and although uh we sound so <laughs> young and vivacious uh we're <laughs> we're we're really uh yeah. you know we're really uh in the autumn of our years. <laughs> well, we
0: are grumpy old men, let's be honest. Let's talk about spiritual warfare for a moment. I don't know where that thought is coming to me. For some reason all day long, and I'm old, uh, I've had the words of Martin Luther's hymn, Mighty Fortress, in my mind. And, uh, and still, you know, according to Martin Luther, our ancient foe does seek to work us woe. And I think about, the segue back to the theme of our show, what does Satan want to steal from us? Uh, Satan wants to 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 steal our moral integrity, and yeah. uh, uh, we're up against a power of evil that has has not won the victory, will not win the victory, uh, and yet he still uh, won't give up, and he he seeks to to do us harm and to lie to us all the time, and he is he is stealing the hearts and the minds of our young people. And so uh, this commandment uh, uh, is really kind of speaks to theft. And uh, uh, let's just mention out there, give a shout out to uh, because I think Satan hates it when we talk about him. Absolutely, I really do. I and think the he, fact
1: that we recognize that yeah. he tries to steal us from the love of God.
0: But that's exactly it. So uh, part of the theme of our show is, of course, don't let him do it. You know, uh, uh, make the right moral decisions and uh, don't let him steal. Uh, your integrity, your heart, your mind, your soul. The uh, theme of the, the commandment, and, and let's reiterate the theme of this series, that these commandments, thou shalt not, you know, and so forth, they are about things that we uh, really need to pay attention to. And the, and the gist of it, I believe, theologically, is that God knows that there are things that, that when we do them, it, it draws us away from him. So, if we obey the commandments and we see it in you know the first commandments, that God wants us uh, to be only in relationship with him, right, and he doesn 't want us to to envy other things to lust after other things, you know, and that kind of stuff so let 's remember that anything we talk about in this show is about drawing us closer to God, obey the commandments, not because God is some uh, guy who just wants to, you know, impart lots of don'ts on us. I mean, with every don't, there's a do. And so thou shalt not steal. One of the do's is we should be content with what we have. Uh, If we think we need to steal stuff, it's because we're not content with what we have. One of the things we're celebrating here in the last couple of weeks in our men's groups is... uh, uh, a season of gratitude is what we're calling it. Uh, we're uh, encouraging the men to keep a journal and wake up every morning and list things that they're grateful for. We had one of the grumpier old men in uh, our Tuesday night group uh, a week ago when I handed out this assignment to the group. And uh, he said, oh, you know, that's, that's a corny old thing. You know, that's not going to work. And uh, darned if he didn't come in last night and said, I hate to admit this, but It is working. I'm noticing that there is more joy in my life. And I said, well, you know, you could use a little more joy in your life. You have been struggling with depression. So uh, he said, yes, and I'm making a daily accountability call to, uh, to tell my accountability partner what I'm grateful for today. And that's You've, the way accountability should work, I think.
1: You have started a real trend there, and they yeah. are now recognizing and appreciating the value of that advice. That's a that's a great assignment for those men. You know, mm-hmm. another experience that I had last weekend that I always appreciate is the fact that we hosted one of our Men of Valor three-day intensive workshops that we host here at Faithful and True every month. And one of your guys... Uh, approached me uh, because my office is right next to the uh, studio where we do this show. And he said, I can't tell you how much I appreciate the Men of Valor program. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, thank you. We we really appreciate you know hearing from those that are listening. He said, I've listened to all of them numerous times. Really? And and, and I said, wow, that's all 162 shows? He said, I, uh, religiously, I listen to this. Mm-hmm. And he said, when you started this current series on the uh, the men of valor or on the uh, 10 commandments he said I never realized how relevant the Ten Commandments are yeah. to my life in 2016. Imagine that. Yeah, how about that? So uh, I, I do think that we're, uh, we're getting to the listeners and, and uh, making your point. I, I appreciate that. Mark, at this point, let's take our break. Okay. And when we come back, I know that you've got a, a, a fresh take on us for the uh, trigger of the week, and we'll continue our conversation about Thou Shalt Not Steal. You're listening to Dr. Mark Laser, and this is the Men of Valor program. at faithfulandtrue.com to learn more. That's faithfulandtrue.com. Time now for the Trigger of the Week.
0: Trigger of the Week. Uh, This is a good one, I think, uh, Randy, given uh, the time of the year that we're recording this. And the listeners know that some of the listeners are going to pick up on these shows at other points of time. But we are in the depth of winter here. (laughs) Uh, And I do mean depth of winter here in in Minnesota. As in deep freeze. Uh, We have had below zero days here for uh, a stretch and uh, it is, it is uh, cold, mucho frio, again for our new friends down in Miami. But uh, therefore, what gets advertised a lot on television here uh, is trips to warmer weather. And invariably, uh, these vacation commercials are going to include uh, scenes from various beaches in warmer weather areas. And, of course, they're going to put on these beaches. They're not going to put, you know, grumpy old people. They're going to put, (laughs) uh, you know, very bikini-clad women. So uh, there again, it's yet another example of how uh, our media sneaks in on us, uh, sexually provocative stuff, you know, which is, you know, that's their assumption. Why would we want to go to the beach? You know, well, it's to see bikini-clad women which in our population of men, they may be avoiding the beach. So, you know, let's advertise something else that might be fun to do in these warmer weather climates. But nevertheless, without getting more into it, the uh, trigger of the week is uh, uh, vacation commercials uh, that involve sexual, uh, sexually provocative images in
1: them. So once again, we would recommend keeping the remote control uh, right. close at hand.
0: Right. Pause it and then uh, uh, fast forward it. And you're, and
1: then you're able to proceed with your day without the trigger.
0: Or the football game or whatever else you're watching. That's exactly
1: yeah, right. That's right. Well, uh, let's return to today's show in which we have uh, been in the midst of our series on the Ten Commandments. And if you heard the beginning of this show, you realize that we're talking about commandment number eight, thou shalt not steal.
0: Right. And we've already established the fact that with every don't, there's a do. And so we, we have said that we should be grateful for what we have because what is... Uh, the motivation for stealing something. I mean, it's the, the feeling that we don't have enough, that uh, we don't have enough money, so we're going to steal money. We don't have enough stuff, so we're going to steal stuff. I remember uh, one of our brothers, who, by the way, uh, is a very successful story. He's now out of prison, and he's he's got his own ministry going, and I I am really proud of this guy. But back in... Uh, 25 years ago when I first got into this work, uh, he was uh, a pastor of a church and got himself into sexual addiction, uh, went to uh, various massage parlors and had to pay the fees for that. And before he knew it, he had accumulated about a a $40,000 debt on his credit card. And he said, I cannot approach the elder board and say, can you help out paying off this debt, because they're going to ask, where did the debt come from? And I couldn't be honest about that. So what he started to do is he started robbing banks and uh, uh, armed robbery of uh, banks. And, of course, he eventually got arrested, and he wound up in uh, uh, federal prison for this because, you know, bank robbery is a federal crime. And I'll never forget visiting him down at the federal... Uh, penitentiary in Rochester, Minnesota. I'll never forget that visit because we were in an open area where you visit prisoners, and uh, in the prison that day, in that room, was Jim Baker, the famous uh, TV evangelist, evangelist. Uh, right. that had been arrested for some fraud-type stuff himself, You know, speaking of stealing money from his listenership. So Roy, on the other hand, took all of what we teach seriously, even worked on this stuff in prison and got out and— and god bless him he's he's uh, turned around his life and uh is now really honoring god with his ministry uh so a shout out to roy because i know he he listens stealing is based on greed it's based on a form of material lust so you know when we get into the stealing of objects money and stuff like that you know it's because at some level we are discontent so can we leave it at that one i I have a pet peeve involved in this one because I think there's so many other things we can steal. Uh, Strangely enough, this show is going to involve a slight comment here about gossip because uh, I think that when we gossip about other people, we are stealing uh, somebody else's reputation. You know, if we're spreading rumors or sometimes malicious rumors or gossip... Uh, we are literally stealing someone else's integrity. I really have to focus on this. When I was raised in a family, and you know, raised by a pastor, we used to gossip about the people in church all the time. You know, So I kind of learned how to do it. It was normal uh, dinner table conversation. You know, I really have to be careful about this one. And what I recognize sometimes is that when I am gossiping about or critical of other people, including uh, other uh, leaders in our field, there's a part of me... Uh, that is jealous of uh, their success or their uh, uh, amounts of money that they've made, even on some of the books they've published. This is about my sin, you know, this is not about them. And I just really have to rein myself back in. And by the way, I, it's not my job to do my own therapy here. I'm just owning the fact that this form of stealing has historically been a, a problem for me.
1: Well, I think you and many, many uh, others have uh, similar stories to tell. You know, it's always interesting to hear you reminisce about growing up uh, in a family in which your uh, dad was a pastor, mm-hmm. because you're kind of, um, you're clarifying the fact that everybody, I think, in the back of their mind has those worries when they come home from church, and you feel catty if you if you start to... Mm-hmm you know Mm -hmm. kind of nitpick at at things that you saw in Mm -hmm. church and especially the old adage of uh, people dressing appropriate or inappropriately you know to to come to church well yeah you know and then you get home and and the pastor's family has been scrutinizing some of the very same things from that sunday service
0: well let us just say that we are all at some point uh envious and jealous and there's you know Obviously, another commandment about that. I'm just saying that sometimes these commandments are interrelated. If we start being jealous of other person's stuff, uh, then we're going to start stealing their stuff, perhaps in a variety of ways. And don't be so self-righteous. Well, I've never stolen anything from my neighbor, but maybe you've talked about your neighbor in a way that has stolen something about them from them. Uh, I do want to get to one of my pet peeves, and uh, I think... uh, I've noticed this a lot over the last 25 years. We steal ideas from each other. We claim an idea as our own, and somebody else thought about it. I'm not going to mention any names, Uh, but I do notice that in the Christian community of writers, uh, back in the day when I went to graduate school in the 70s, there weren't the really good uh, Christian uh, Ph.D. programs yet. There are now, and if you have any questions about where they are, email me. But you know there weren't so many then, so a lot of us Christians had to go to secular graduate schools to get our PhDs. And uh, what we did when we were back there is uh, we read um, some of the great psychological secular thinkers, and then later, you know, in our writing life, we, we wrote a book, and uh, we forgot. You know where we heard these ideas from, and we write about them as if they're our own. What I'm saying is that there's some there's some uh, Christian uh, writers out there who have, I think, somewhat unconsciously plagiarized other people's ideas. There's there's intellectual theft. There's uh, I could go on and on. This is a pet peeve of mine. It's happened to me. It's happened to most people. Where some people uh, uh, turn out books and articles and speeches, and uh, they don't give credit. Uh, I think one of the things we should all do when we 're using somebody else's ideas and thoughts, uh, biblical understandings or whatever else it is, is to give them credit. Uh, I think one of the dos about this commandment is give other people credit.
1: Well, I think those experts that take the time to do that, they come across as more authentic right. and, and honorable because right. uh, you never know when the listener is going, oh no i've." I've read that before. I've heard that before. Yeah. That that came from so and so. That did. So instead of saying, "Hey, you're a, you're plagiarizing," there right. instead he goes, "Yep, I read that same book. That's a it was a relevant point you were making, but at the same time, an admirable point would be to be giving credit to that original source." That's right.
0: One last thing today uh, that I want to talk about. I said I wanted to toward the end of the show make it relevant to our audience, and I'm going to ask a very difficult question, and our, our listeners know me, and I'm not here at any point in time to shame them about anything, but I would like to ask the men who have struggled with sexual addiction uh, this simple question, uh, what have you stolen from your family? Now, I'll, I'll go back to uh, Roy, uh, who uh, stole a bunch of money from banks and had to go to prison What did he steal from his family? Uh, Well, he stole money that otherwise belonged to them. Uh, He stole his presence and time with them. So that's a pretty extreme example. But I think most of the men that I have dealt with over the years have at times taken uh, family money, and they have spent it, maybe it's uh, on pornography. Uh, Some guys have... I don't care if we're talking 20 bucks here for a, uh, uh, a DVD. Have you, in fact, uh, stolen resources, your time from your family? Now, do you get the idea? If there's a don't here, don't steal. And let's say that you have recognized that you've done that. What is the do? The do is pay it back. One of the things that we need to do in our healing journey is if we have stolen stuff, we need to pay it back. Zacchaeus is the biblical example we always turn to, the tax collector, the short guy uh, that Jesus has fellowship with, and he pays it back you know, five times over. I'm not necessarily saying pay it back five times over. I'm saying pay it back. I've had husbands who have taken second and third jobs to pay back the money that they stole from their families. Now, finally, in light of what you said earlier uh, about st- stealing Debbie's heart, you know, what's the reverse of that? Uh, not the reverse so much is that if I stole Debbie's heart at one point, I stole from her her trust from me when I got into my uh, acts of sexual betrayal. Yeah, there's two sides to that. There's point. two sides to that. So if I stole her heart at one point, I damaged her heart at another. So, uh Again, this is not about shaming. If I'm pointing any of these things out, it's to help you find motivation to pay back, you know, to make amends, as we sometimes say in the recovery program. How are you going to work to serve, to regain trust, to rebuild your family, to pay back money that you may have spent on, you know, sexual things? And this is one of those moments in the show when I rely completely on the power of the Holy Spirit to convict all of you who are listening uh, about what you've stolen. And I am just saying, let the Holy Spirit also convict you about what you need to pay back. And if you do that, strangely enough, you know, I think you will have such an overwhelming sense of joy that you've been able to do that.
1: Provided by the God of second chances. That's
0: exactly right.
1: You've been listening to Dr. Mark Laser. I'm Randy Everett, your co-host, and it's our joy to bring you the Men of Valor program every week. We'd like to thank Aaron Wellman, our new addition to the team, who uh, has done a fantastic job today, and we look forward to uh, the days ahead, uh, the days ahead, and uh, the great work that we hope to do together. Until next week, we wish you a week filled with many blessings and great vision.